0: Live from Nashville, Tennessee, it's Dawn and Steve in the morning. Coming up this hour, we'd love to hear from you. Reminder, our number is 800-555-7898. Call or text us on that number, 800-555-7898.
1: Ooh, as we look at the headlines, maybe something's on your heart that you want to share We always appreciate that, Wendy Thank you, sis, for that text Just telling us some things that are happening in your world As far as Chicago and ways that we can pray And, and <laughs> be involved, show up, be present I know a lot of folks are going to be present with what's happened over at the Turkey-Syrian border yeah. Did you hear about this?
0: incredible uh, earthquake happening yesterday at 4:17 uh, a.m. local time there and you know we knew pretty early that this was going to be bad mm. you know with a 7.8
1: yeah that's huge quake
0: that is a big quake and aftershocks measuring 7.5 at least one of them did i mean that's big enough earthquake yep. in, in and of itself and that's that's aftershock wow you know instantly you know that this is going to be bad and fairly quickly, they were saying, you know, there were well over 3,000 deaths. Some of the more current numbers right now, uh, they're saying over 5,000 mm-hmm. uh, have been uh, have been killed. Over 20,000 people have been injured and still expecting those numbers to continue to rise.
1: You see something like this and you realize how very little control we really have of time and yeah. life and the circumstances that are, could happen at any moment and we don't Want to live in fear over that. But when you see something like this, you realize okay, wait, 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 wait a minute. And what am I supposed to be focusing on? I mean, this is devastating, and people are going right. to come uh, all over the world, really, to help because there are people that are trapped in the rubble. Uh, there's a video of a, a mom and a two-year-old being extricated. Of course, they've got dogs that are trying to help find any survivors that might be buried amongst the rubble. And and that's just, I don't know if you've ever been in an earthquake. Have you ever been in an I earthquake? I have not.
0: I mean, just super, super minor.
1: Sure. Yeah. Sure. You feel the rumble or yeah, something. And that's yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in Mexico City, I was in sixth grade and I was in like it collapsed a university building in the wow. very district that we were in. Uh, so I have been in one, although in sixth grade, I'm not sure I understood exactly what all that was. But it it is so like they were trying to wake us up because it was early, early morning hours and trying to wake us up to get us out in the street. So that we wouldn't okay. be in the house in case it did come tumbling down. Sure. Thankfully, it stopped. It was a six point something. Um, it stopped, but yeah, they took me by the the university building that collapsed, and I'm like, "Oh, wow,
0: this was serious. This yeah. was this yeah. was
1: big." And you you know you just don't know that that's coming around the corner. But it, I hope it kind of helps us pray for these folks. Sure. For certain, but also to think about, okay, what what is important in life today?
0: Yeah, and are we ready knowing that, you know, things can change so instantaneously? You know, you think of the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people who went to bed, assuming they were going to get up and go to work and go to school and just kind of have a a normal day like they normally do. And just, you know, they they go to bed and at 4.17 in the morning, life changes. And it changes virtually mm. instantaneously for so many people. And it's a it's a region where so many people were suffering already. A region yeah. battered by 12 years mm-hmm. of Syrian civil war. There's a huge ref- refugee crisis for those who were able to escape and get out of buildings and, and flee and survive. Now you've got so many people who are homeless and they're in the cold. And <sighs> it's just a, a really hard situation where nobody saw this coming. Mm -mm. And it, for me, it's just that reminder that we don't know what's around the corner. Mm -mm. We don't know what God may allow to upset our life or potentially even end it just like that. And so are we ready for whatever comes? And, and, you know, a huge part of that is knowing that we are right with God, Mm -hmm. that we know him and we're in right standing with him.
1: Because living in fear of all those things we can't control is just going to paralyze us. the analysis of paralysis, right? It's just going to keep us from being ineffective for the kingdom. And I was talking to a friend recently and realizing that we all have struggles and hard things that come into our lives because we live in a sinful fallen world, Mm -hmm. our own sin and the sin of others. Jesus was the overcomer. And equips us to be the overcomer. So what does that look like? We can look at the circumstances of our life and say, woe is me. And maybe there is a season where we have to just kind of deal with emotionally some of the things, but to rise above because Christ is the one who has the victory and to (laughs) follow him. Like I so want to be on his heels. I don't want to be lagging behind. I don't want to be sitting on sidelines. I want to be following him, but To follow him, I have to have a relationship with him. Right. And I know that's what you're talking about is if we're ready and if we're right with him.
0: And maybe you today are like, I I don't know. I'm not sure if I am or Mm -hmm. not. Number one, you can know. And Mm -hmm. maybe you also are like, yeah, I know I'm not. You know, if something were to happen, I know, I don't do not have any assurance whatsoever that I would be in right standing with God. In fact, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be. If that is you today and you're like, hey, I want to know more about how I can be right with God. I want to know that my sins could be forgiven. I want to know that I could spend eternity in heaven, not separated from God for all of eternity, but with him in his presence in a a place of perfect peace and no suffering and pain. If you want to know the God that you hear us talk about all the time on Moody Radio, whether it's this show or any other show that uh, is on, If you want to know that God, you can this morning. You can today. We want to send you just a little video from a friend of ours, Ron Hutchcraft, Mm -hmm. about three minute video, talking about how Jesus is the bridge to God and how you can know God. You can know that you are forgiven by Him, you can have a personal relationship with Him. You think, really? Yeah, you can. (laughs) And you can know that your eternity is secure. It all begins in Do you know God? Do you know Jesus and who He is, what He has accomplished for you on the cross? If you want to know more about this, I want to encourage you to text the word KNOW, K N O W, to 800 555 7898. Again, that phone number is 800 555 7898. And we're going to send you this little video about how you can know. God and be right with him. Dawn and Steve in the Morning on Moody Radio. English breakfast or continental, pancakes, chicken and waffles, or oatmeal, whatever you choose. Breakfast tastes better with Dawn and Steve in the Morning.
1: Protein shake.
0: Oh, I know. That's probably what I should have. I want the chicken and waffles, though.
1: A <laughs> <laughs> I, I thing I still have yet to eat. I have not you are had. you missing out. Waffles. I don't know. I, mm, I don't know. Clarence Haynes, our friend, he says, "Don Ray, you have got to try chicken." I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I just don't know." I'm not There's that it.
0: stubborn streak coming out in you right now.
1: I don't have a stubborn. I don't I mean, know. What well, you're I don't about. know why
0: you, you're not willing to try chicken and waffles. Like, no, no. I don't. That's good stuff. I don't know. Okay. I just don't
1: know. But if I ever do, I want Nashville hot chicken.
0: That's good over the waffle. Hot chicken and waffles.
1: I my the reason you know this. I don't like my. Food sweet. Desserts are supposed to be sweet. I like my food savory. And that is combining the two. Nothing and wrong I'm, with
0: that. <laughs> I'm just it's like a party in your mouth. Not
1: a fan. <laughs> not a fan. But maybe someday someday. And we'll, yeah, we'll have to take a picture just because to prove it happened.
0: <laughs> can, can food touch each other on your plate too?
1: <laughs> on mine, yes. But I have a family member in my immediate family. That is not her preference. I'm like, are you for real right now? <laughs> you like Chinese food like you love Chinese food, Asian food. And yet when I cook something, she's like, before you put all that together, could you just put it in different plates? mm No, but you can get it
0: Yeah, (laughs) Go get it yourself
1: I'll keep it separate and you can get it Well, not separating ourselves from big tragedies Because it is really tempting to do We don't have (laughs) someone there maybe that we know And we just think, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry that happened But I don't know what to do And so we kind of disengage and go about our day I I understand that And then when it impacts you, you're like, man, everybody should be praying about this. And that's how the folks on the borders of Syria and Turkey feel this morning, I'm sure, is help, help, help. And we can do that if we will take moments and truly intercede for these folks.
0: Yeah, and as we think about how do we pray and how do we pray effectively, um, I think there's a number of ways we can do that. Elliot Clark has written a story for the Gospel Coalition with some great thoughts Mm -hmm. on how do we pray when we see tragedies like this happen. Mm -hmm. How can the church respond? And obviously one of the ways is to go, to serve, to be there. Sure. But if you live on the other side of the world, that just may not be the reality of something that you could do. But all of us can pray. And so he said one of the first things that we can do is pray for God to fill his people with peace. Because you think about the devastation like this, a 7.8 magnitude earthquake. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people just had their lives turned upside down. Over 5,000 lives lost. And you think about the ripple effect of that. How many family members lost someone that they love? How many people are going to be dealing with potentially long-term injury and disability because of this? Mm -hmm. And the just turmoil that so many people must be facing this morning. We pray, would God fill his people with their peace today?
1: To remind us Just kind of put yourself in their shoes for a moment Just all the logistics you're talking about As well as the grief And Mm -hmm. all the things And the church is going to be mobilizing And that's why we need to pray For our brothers and sisters there To be filled with peace To be given only what God can give them Supernaturally To give them emotional strength Physical Mm -hmm. strength They are truly uh, engaging in an effort That is huge Huge. And the church from like Germany and Netherlands and Czech Republic, they're answering the call as well as the local church there in Turkey. So to be praying for them is a really good start. And as they reach out with compassion, that it would be the compassion through the love of Jesus Christ, not just in our own humanness. I mean, there's there's a measure of that. But may Jesus be seen in these believers.
0: I think one of the ways that he might be seen is if those who are serving in that way, they they work with humility, they work with unity, you know, that there's no grandstanding, no, this is my territory, this whatever, but Mm -hmm. could the church respond with humility, with unity, with love? And we could also pray that they would be Mm well-received by those Mm -hmm. in the community, you know? The The Christian believer there is not going to be in the majority culture. They'll be in the minority culture. And so with that majority culture, receive well the Christians who are serving them.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, when we see disasters here and we see the Billy Graham rapid response team come out and so many times they'll tell us people are ready to hear the gospel yeah. because they've lost so much and they realize how brief life can be. I mean, who would have thought a huge 7.8 earthquake would happen in that region there on the border of Turkey and Syria, but that happens all the time. Who would have thought that you're going to get up on February 7th and something's going to happen and we can't operate in fear, but we can operate in knowledge that we can know Jesus. So you're right. The open door for the gospel. That's just a huge prayer. I
0: think we could also pray that uh, civic leaders, church leaders would have wisdom, Mm -hmm. as they have to go about making decisions now, how do we respond when there's a disaster of that magnitude? How do you counsel the hurting? How -hmm. do you, on a civil front, begin to pick up the pieces quite literally and begin to rebuild? And would there be wisdom given to those who are making those types of decisions? And and would the Lord show mercy Mm -hmm. at this time?
1: Yeah, Uh, all... Of the things that only God can give us is how we can enter in because of our relationship with him. And you can look at Luke 13 for some guidance in prayer and just continue to open the doors, Lord, that people might hear your voice as you call them into relationship with yourself. We know that you want to pray for those folks that have been impacted by this huge event there in Syria, Turkey, the border right there, and the 7.8 earthquake that happened and has claimed over 5,000 lives. This is a really good tool to help us think and pray through some of these things. We'll put it on our Facebook page. You can find it there, Don and Steve, in the morning. We can text it to you as well, 800-555-7898, Moody Radio.
0: I have a question for you.
1: Have you downloaded
0: the Moody Radio app yet? Why not take Dawn and Steve with you wherever you go? Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve in the morning. You know, the app makes it really convenient to not only go back and listen to this show, but maybe other Moody Radio programs you missed. Chris Fabry Live in the market with Janet Parshall, tons of others. If you don't have the app, it's at your app store. Go get it. It's free. May as well have that on your phone and listen when it fits your schedule. Doing a little surfing over there? Yeah. I think yeah. that's
1: good surfing music.
0: Yeah, you look like you're surfing mm-hmm. right there.
1: So, in one of the classes that I take for exercise stuff, yeah, uh, they, <laughs> it's like, okay, surfers, and you're on a little trampoline, so you have to, you know, rotate and surf. So Into, like, I hear that music, position. and I'm like, yeah. surfers, <laughs> but it's also helping wake me up this morning, so I'm just going to go with it. Hey, that, Breaks that keep that the helps. music going. Yeah.
0: So. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We started this whole like body reset, eat yeah. right, live clean, kind of get sleep deal. Yeah, how's are you still doing that? Yes, I
1: I am actually still doing that. Yes, I um I'm trying to think if I've um because it was no gluten, no dairy, no l- less less caffeine yep. for us. It was supposed to be no caffeine, but but we didn't embrace that hundred percent. Uh, no alcohol, no, what's Sugar. the other one? Sugar, thank you I, I always forget one And I think I'm still for the most part Like I had the option, Hannah and I Because Ben was out of town Hannah and I got pizza after church on Sunday And I like the fresh mozzarella It was kind of one of those places you could build your own Yeah, I like the fresh mozzarella I didn't even put that on there So it was basically flatbread, gluten-free yep. With veggies on top of it and I thought it was really good. Now, do I really think that's pizza? Can you yeah, have pizza without cheese? I don't know. I just don't think so. Uh, so uh, yeah, Briggs said it was a taco, and I'm like a flat taco or an open face sandwich. Kind of. It's more
0: like a tostada or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you know, but you kind of have to be mindful of those things if you're thinking, oh yeah, let's eat Mexican food, and it's like, okay, wait a minute. Don't bring me the flour tortillas. Don't bring me the cheese dip. Just, yeah, veggies. But, yeah, I think it's going okay. How about you? How's that sleep going?
0: Uh, it, it's hit and miss. I think the easier part has been sticking to the diet part of things. Mm-hmm. The uh, caffeine, once I got through the about week-long caffeine uh, withdrawal headaches. Yeah. That got better. So I would say I, I did do, like, religiously pretty much do the 10-day thing the way we're supposed to do it. Mm-hmm since then, I would say I'm about living at about ninety to ninety five percent of that okay which for me is a huge improvement sure. compared to where I was Sure. so i'm going to take that as a win
1: yeah i I agree, and I know you've got a question for me, and I want to see if I can win that because you're on a roll over there i mean ninety percent that's good
0: i I'm going to take that, you know, as I said a few moments ago, you know, how's your Bible knowledge and trivia, and i yeah, got a chance for. You to win. Here okay, this let me morning. let me see if I can. Are you win. ready? Yeah. Little uh, Bible trivia Tuesday here. All right. Okay. Lay it on me. Which book of the Bible immediately precedes Leviticus?
1: Precedes.
0: Precedes
1: Leviticus. Yes. Okay. Genesis, Exodus, Deuteronomy. I got it wrong. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and what's it preceding? Leviticus. Genesis, Exodus leviticus so exodus
0: there we go yeah you got it (laughs) i had
1: to work it out you
0: worked it out but you got there
1: (laughs) see and i always forget numbers i guess i don't like that book so i skipped that and yet (laughs) Pentateuch is five books it is don't skip numbers all right so i got that one all right
0: you got that (laughs) eventually so all right we're one for one right now yeah yeah all right number two who complained to jesus about being left alone to prepare dinner
1: That would be my sister Martha. We're twins. Yeah, <laughs> you're <laughs> doing yeah. well. I know that one. All I know right. that one.
0: Two for two. This
1: Should we give somebody g- else a chance?
0: This one's going to be a little bit harder.
1: Okay.
0: I'm going to uh, I'm going to throw it out there. See if you if you know it instantly. Okay. But if not, we're going to open it up to uh, other people. Whose punishment involved the death of seventy thousand of his men from a plague?
1: Oh. I have no idea. All
0: right. We got some hesitation right there. So do you know?
1: Don't look it up.
0: Whose punishment.
1: Don't Google it. Involved the death Mm -hmm.
0: of 70,000 of his men from a plague. If you know, give us a call right now.
1: Why do I not know this?
0: 800-555-7898. Bonus points. If you could tell me kind of the context of sure why that happened tell me all right 800-555-7898 do you know whose punishment involved the death of 70,000 of his men from a plague 800-555-7898 to call in this morning thanks for listening to dawn and steam the morning you've got to love bible trivia
1: you gotta love it You just gotta love it Because if nothing else You've studied it Forgotten it And you need to be reminded That's the case this morning I love that you're right there In the scriptures And you know this So we were talking about How David lost 70,000 men And it was a judgment call The Lord put judgment on Israel Because David had done this thing Now the question would be What did David do? Joe Good morning. Thanks for calling, brother. From where are you calling this morning? Joe, do we have you? I can hear the noise. Uh, Yeah. Joe is there.
0: All right. Joe going once. Joe. Joe? Going twice.
1: Yes. Hey, Hey, there there you are. Okay, where are you calling from this morning, brother?
0: Uh. I'm in Jackson, Mississippi on my way to work.
1: Excellent. And do you know why David was being punished or Israel was being punished?
0: Uh, David took a census against, uh, you know, for some reason, but he was advised
1: against it, but he did it anyway and uh, got punished him for it. That's right. Yep. That is right. Congratulations, Joe. Hang on the line. If we don't have your address yet, then we'll get that and send you a prize pack as well as Jamin in Tennessee this morning because you both knew the parts of the question that I totally forgot.
0: It's one of those, uh, what feels like somewhat obscure passages yeah. that <laughs> unless you've been yeah. in it you know, fairly recently, you may not remember that that is indeed uh, what was going on there? You know, God had told the leaders of Israel yep. that you don't, I don't want you to number the fighting men because I don't want your confidence to be sure in the size of your army, mm-hmm. in your weaponry, in your chariots and uh, these things. I, I want your faith and your confidence to be in me. Ooh. And so God's like, don't, don't number them. And then... <laughs> David took the census. Yep. And here, should, can I open the can of worms right here? <laughs> can I open the can of worms?
1: If you must, it's early on a Tuesday. If you really <laughs> want to go down that road, let's go.
0: All right. It's, uh, this comes from 2 Samuel uh, chapter 24. Uh-huh. It says, once again, the anger of the Lord burned against Israel and he caused David to harm them by taking a census. Mm-hmm. Go and count the people of Israel and Judah, the Lord told him. And so God had determined because of Israel's sin that there was judgment that needed to be executed upon the land, if you mm-hmm. will, by, amongst, amongst the people that he was going to, to judge them. So he actually used David taking the census to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's where I go, I don't understand the mind of God.
1: There and, and you answered your own question, didn't right, you? That's it, yeah We cannot can comprehend the yeah. So we get caught up in a lot of things That it is too much for a, a finite mind To understand the infinite God And that passage totally proves that that is just, to me, it's amazement. But it also reminds me of Daniel, too, where he talks about how he sets up kings and deposes them. So, some of the leaders throughout the world, we don't understand why, Lord, would that person be put into power and have so much influence, a negative influence mm-hmm. over so many people. And yet, I go to Daniel and realize well, whatever reason, the Lord has a purpose and he sees things that we don't see. He's accomplishing things like judgment, but also mercy and grace in ways that we just can't comprehend. Trusting God. That's that's a big job.